You are listening to the FCF Leadership Podcast. This podcast has been created to help you connect and achieve your destiny as a leader. For more information, visit our website at fcf.org. Pastor Najem Pastors, uh, I'm, I'm going to let him say the name of his church because it's, it's kind of long for me. But um, here in uh, the Boston area, in Lowell, right? Where God lives, he says. I think it should be on. Just Hello. <laughs> say Welcome the name. to Boston, where God lives. It's about time you come to our area. <laughs> Tell us the name of your church, Pastor. The name is CCF Ministries, but it's a Faith, Christ- Faith uh, Christian Fellowship of Chelmsford, Inc. So we are Faith Faith Church, but uh, doing business as Community Christian Fellowship originally. But now that we have grown to eight, to eight locations, we changed it to CCF Ministries three months ago. Amen. Amen. Love it. Okay, first of all, um, I want to ask you some things. Let me talk about you, um, pastor of a multicultural church. Can you tell us how many, I think it's uh, nationalities and or languages? Well, yes, nationalities and languages. Yeah. Every, uh, because it's not always the same. Sometimes many, many nationalities speak the same language. Right. But we have right now 35 languages, mm-hmm. 35 nationalities. That's amazing. It is amazing. Amen. I mean, that's like my brain can't even hardly compute that one. Well, this church has more. Wow, that's so amazing. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so, okay, just speaking from a natural perspective, generally cultures tend to stick together, right? How do you manage that in pastoring church? You don't. Because if you try to manage, you mess uh-huh. it up. I love that, that. That's the truth. You don't. Yeah. You just celebrate. Yeah. Because mm. for many years, we tolerate. Yeah. But I don't want to be tolerated. I want to be celebrated. Yeah. And that's what I found out about the Brazilians. That's what I found out about the Kenyans. That's about the Liberians, the Nigerians. They want to be celebrated. Mm. And if you try to manage them, mm-hmm. you'll mess it up. Yeah. So for, for some time, I tried. But let me just go a little bit history. Yes, go. In 1982, when we started the church, from 82 to 90, I was the only one with an accent. <laughs> every, every, everybody, we, we grew to about 400 in, in five years, and back then it's a mega church in this in, in mm-hmm. New England, but they were all white Americans, New Englanders, and um, then I read the book. But I, just, I love when they say that the book because I, I look and I keep on looking. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And as I keep looking, the Lord will lead you. Mm-hmm. So I read the book about pastoring your city. Mm-hmm. I'm not called just to pastor a local church. Mm-hmm. I'm called to pastor a city. And then I was, cha- I, I love change. Change is, is something from glory to glory. And I've heard that always in FCF, mm-hmm. always about the change from Pastor Lonnie. So that took me to uh, this book because when you're looking, the Lord will lead you to the right books, to the right places, to the right people strategically. And I was um, really kind of converted from the, the church to the kingdom. Mm. And, and the kingdom is about not taking over the city because I used to. I take over the city. And God says, you, you don't take over nothing. You, you, you impact, you impact with, a, you with, with a love revolution. Amen. So I walked the streets, and the book said, and I, I saw the streets, there's hardly any white people mm. in my city. So I love my city. First of all, it's the first industrial city in America, Lowell, and I found out that it's just, there's Indians, there's Cambodians, there's, we're the largest Asian Cam- Cambodian outside Los Angeles in, mm. in America. So I said, how can I have 400 white Americans, and the city has hardly any white people. Mm-hmm. So then I was led to, to, to do something. 
through a, through a revelation that happened at Promise Keepers gathering of 40,000 pastors, I saw an artist drawing a picture of all the races with the fire of the Holy Spirit. I gave him $20 and I bought it. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. So, and that was the best investment I made. Mm -hmm. Now, I brought it and I, f and I enlarged it, framed it, put it in my office. I said, Lord, that's the vision. Mm -hmm. How it's going to happen, I have no clue. Mm -hmm. Let's just start leading us into, lead me into certain steps. What I know is bring a, a black, a Puerto Rican, you know, an African person to the stage. Mm -hmm. Can't have all white people on the stage and expecting to have, good. you know, different yeah. people coming yeah, to good. Good. Or even in the staff. Yeah. So these are the steps we made to cut, to get where we are now, and 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 uh, we were at that time really. I was teaching how to. Oh, this I was telling people always from the pulpit. Now during the fellowship, I don't want to see African with African. I don't want to see Brazilian with Brazilian. I want to see you mingling. I did this for about five years. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. So you, you just let them do what they want. Yeah. You just let them do what they're comfortable with. And, and, and you, it helps to have an accent. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have an accent, do not make fun of culture. You, you get beat up. <laughs> but if you have an accent, then you could make fun, you know, and, and laugh. And that's another thing, laugh, enjoy, celebrate, eat together. R relationship is what, what makes it happen. Yeah, oh, I love that. Oh my gosh, that was so good. Can I say something? Please. It's, it's not just about races, too. It's yeah. not just about ethnos, because the greatest commandment is to, make, to go and make disciples. Yeah. You cannot sit in, your, in a church and wait for them to come. Yeah. You got to go and make disciples outside. Yeah. You don't make disciples inside. And of ethnos, ethnos, which is ethnicities, you know, not just nationalities. But now, you got to keep on looking. You got to keep on changing. Now, it's not just about ethnicities. It's about lesbians and gays and, and homosexuals and they coming, they coming, they coming. It's about tattoos, you know. My, uh, one of our school secretaries, she's full of tattoos. You know, there was a time when I, I would never hire somebody like that because mm. I was so Pentecostal. Mm. You know, I would look at that and say. <laughs> so uh, even even when I when I hire her, I say, can you wear long sleeves, please? You know, <laughs> but now. She, she's in a choir with short sleeves. <laughs> I mean, there's tattoos everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and then there's earrings. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's earrings. I mean, uh, we have scriptures against that. <laughs> we have scriptures against that. And she, I think I need to shut your mouth a little bit, you know. We, we speak a lot of scriptures, and, and the letter kills. Mm, but the Spirit you. gives life. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So they are coming. They're not just black. They're not just yellow. They are pierced with tongues and uh, I mean everything. They, I don't know how they speak in tongues with people, you know, but they, they do it. Amen. And they're coming and they're going to fill up our churches. Yes. We need to open our hearts and celebrate. Celebrate. Love celebrate. It, love it. Love it. Thank you, Pastor. Okay, now tell everybody what your accent is. Where are you from? I'm from my mother. Because <laughs> you know why? I got so sick and tired in this country being asked, where are you from? Where are you from? You know, and, and I was made fun of so much. So that's why it helps to feel the pain, see, and to know of, of, of what rejection is because of accent, because of color, because of that. Mm. But then to be able to turn that around for good. So I'm from Beirut, Lebanon, and I'm a proof that we are not all terrorists. <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm, I'm terrorist for Jesus. Amen. You know? Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, um, 
I know the history, but why don't you share the history of how you guys started the church? Well, I, I, at that time in 82, um, actually, I just, I'm, I'm celebrating. I just gave my dear friend, Pastor Jonathan, the first copy. Well, not the first, maybe the, the fifth copy of my book, my, my life story. You know, who, who really, he actually, he endorsed the book, too. And uh, we are very good friends. We, we are in relationship. We're not just brothers, we're friends. But I was, I, I worked, I came to this country in 76 with 15 cents in my pocket and did not speak a word of English. So I became a custodian at a dealership, a salesman, a sales manager, a general manager, the president, then I bought it. It became my dealership. And, I, and so I was a car dealer when we started the church, but I had a home fellowship in my house. And a, a lady by name, Elvira Whitcomb, she's still with me. She's celebrating her 83rd you know, birthday. Uh, she had a home fellowship, and another man named John Pepper had a home fellowship in three different towns. We got together and we joined. We continued with the home, but we celebrated on Sunday. But we merged and we became Community Christian Fellowship uh, in, in 1982. And then we, we, we knew from the Spirit of God we needed to belong. We needed someone over us. We needed a covering. So uh, I'm, I'm busy in my dealership. I sent both of them to go out shopping. And somehow, somewhere, the Spirit of the Lord took them to Tulsa. And at that time, our motto for the church, we had a big sign, we are family. And they went into Tulsa to this meeting, and the people in Tulsa were singing, we are family, family. We need to bring that back into, with a new tune. It's a great <laughs> song. Redeem it. You know, with a new tune. Yeah, let's go, let's work on that. And they, they come and say, we found, we're home. They're singing, we're family. That's it. We don't need more than that. I said, okay. So praise the Lord. And I said, why don't you stay there and get ordained? And, and, and Dr. Harrison but, you know, ordained them. And um, hallelujah. Because even that, because she was a woman, this is in 82, in this neck of the wood, nobody was laying hands on women. You know, FCF was the first, I believe, one of the first organizations that ordained women. And so that's how we started. We became Faith Christian Fellowship International in 87. We had a great revival of the rag addicts, you know, that came and filled about 200 of them together. They got saved them and, and became disciples in a matter of three, four weeks. So that's why I see a new move of God right now. It's not as much as the drug addicts. It's really, I'm going to say it again, it's the, it's yeah. We, we, yeah. we're not going one Sunday without seeing lesbians yeah. Yeah. and homosexuals, and they just want to be somehow accepted. Now, we don't, we don't accept sin, but we don't have to say you're going to hell. Right. You know, it's an abomination. We just need to love them into the kingdom of God. Amen. Oh, amen. Thank you, Pastor. You're welcome. You have been listening to the FCF Leadership Podcast, where our focus is to help you achieve your destiny as a leader. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit our website at fcf.org.